This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. Kreb. Craig. Crib. I've had better whiskeys. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology television show, Monsters, and reporting it back to you. Do you I still am... want to say Tales from the Dark Side every time? Instead of Monsters? No, you said, you monsters, said monsters. You said Monsters. I just always think Tales from oh, the Dark so Side. Oh, so do I. 100%. No, didn't I? I did it right. No, no you, did, you, you did, did it right. You did good, Matt. You, you did didn't great. do bad. I always think it wrong. Right. Yes. Yeah, Continue that's, that's what intro. we are saying. Yeah. There you go. With me at the table are my two best friends who can throw me into a backspin faster than anybody. It's Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. Woo! How we we both... started too casual. Uh, well, I know. I wanted, yeah. I wanted to I like keep it, it loose. I like I keeping to keep that energy. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, thank you so much for giving us a chance. What we do around here is we watch anthology horror. That means it's scary stories that are different every time. A lot of them, I would say, are spine tingling. Um, a thrill slash chill? Yeah, that sounds about right. Edge of, your, edge of your seat yeah. thrills. Hiding under a blanket. <laughs> Hiding under a blanket. With you're your sc- sc- scared. Well, we might be overselling the scares. For this, yeah. For the, yeah, yeah. For, for every episode of TV that we've watched so far. <laughs> uh, but we watched Tales from the Dark Side, and now we are in Monsters. It is season one, episode 11, a show called Rouse Him Rouse Not. Him not. It is customary around these parts that, based on title alone, we guess what this episode is about without having watched the episode. We call it The Dark Side Guess, and I will go first what? this week. Man, really, He's really, really throwing things there. around yeah. today. Here we go. Rouse him not. Ronda Rousey is an American <laughs> MMA and WWE superstar who loves to party hard and run wild. But when a vampire picks a fight, will she fight back or will she rousey him not? <laughs> Were you so afraid one of us also had a Ronda Rousey bit that I you really had did. to get that out? I was like, got to do it first. <laughs> Rouse him not. Ronda Rousey is not. <laughs> Rouse him not. Jacob Flannery is the smartest man in the known world, capable of solving humanity's most complex problems. Unfortunately, he's also a homicidal maniac. The government solution? Keep Flannery in suspended animation until he's needed. But what happens when a storm's power surge wakes Flannery up a little too early? And he gets roused, and the (laughs) scientists are like, "Uh, uh, uh, rouse him not! (laughs) We were supposed to rouse him not until it was... Time to rouse. The union handbook clearly said not to rouse him. It specifically says rouse him not. Not in big letters. It said Atlantically not rousing him. (laughs) I have to call our rep. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I'm definitely going to get a demerit. (laughs) Oh, I'm in it this time. I'm really a boob. I'm such a boob. Maddie, what do you have? Rouse him not. New to the San Pedro War Orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> mm, oh, what a delicious oh. ambrosia you cooked up oh, this week, Maddie. Every week, Matt. <laughs> I don't even know what I do. It's great. Okay. It's your names. Your it's names just great. are Your delicious. descriptions are just, <laughs> you paint such a vivid picture. You're a painter of words. I, like, I purposefully, uh, I purposefully put, well, I or I purposely omitted best in the business <laughs> and thought he had seen it all so that you guys didn't laugh at me this week. These are <laughs> meant to be laughed and at. Also, what is the point of the show? Yeah. Not to laugh. <laughs> well, when I when I try to do like a serious dark side guess and you guys laugh, I'm like, oh, I failed. Repeat that intro and tell me how serious this dark side guess is. <laughs> 
new to the San Pedro War Orphanage, little Mario Bava wanted... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> God damn it. Well, trauma right. pictures yeah. present. <laughs> No, this one was kind of serious. A Samuel L. Johnny. A Samuel L. Brockowitz <laughs> production. Anyhow, little Mario Bava wanted nothing more than to find a friend. After a dare by some older boys, Mario wandered deep into the catacombs beneath the cathedral, where he encountered an emaciated old man chained to the wall. The man, begging for freedom, promised anything in his power to Mario if he granted it. Mario then set about trying to find the keys. Caught snooping by one of the monks, Mario explained he was just trying to help his friend. After being told of the danger and evil lurking in those ancient catacombs, Mario had a choice. Ignore the man who could help him find a new life or potentially free the devil from confinement. Ooh. Ooh. The orphanage? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like this game. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a little bit. Okay. Uh, it was a bunch of things, but yeah. yeah. All right. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, none of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, hit us up with the sweet deeds. Sweet deeds. Sweet deeds. All right. This episode, Rouse Him Not, uh, season one, episode 11, aired December 31st, 1988. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> that was a noisemaker. <laughs> I, I got that it. That was a noisemaker. Okay, I was waving a cat I, around. Well, I, well, I saw you, you, I saw, saw I saw you spinning, yeah. so I knew what you meant. Uh, here is the description from IMDb. IMDb. A woman living in an old country house is visited by a stranger researching a warlock who used to live there. Okay. okay. Yeah. Not All to right. put too fine a point yeah. on it. Uh, this episode was directed by Mark Showstrom. Uh, this is his only directing credit. Hmm. He is far more experienced as a makeup and effects artist. He's worked on a ton of stuff. Has like 72 credits, I believe. Oh, wow. Uh, worked on Nightmare on Elm Street 2 and 3, Evil Dead 2, From Beyond. You think he did, though, want to get high? Yeah, I <laughs> hope so, yeah. <laughs> Anytime we mention it from now on, yeah. it's going to be, want to get high, bitch. <laughs> uh, he did like 67 episodes of Star Trek Voyager, oh, wow. Witchboard. Really? Yeah, that's a throwback. Uh, this episode was written by Michael Perry, who only has, uh, he has five credits, several of them shorts. And one, one of th- them being Steve Perry's brother. The, one of them <laughs> being Steve Perry's brother. Uh, the other being uh, writing the story for a movie called Extro, X-T-R-O, which uh, has an amazing poster, which led me to watch mm-hmm. the amazing trailer. I cannot wait to watch this movie with you guys. Extro. Yeah. Extro. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story was written by Manly Wade Wellman. I'm not describing him as Manly. That's, That's the his man's first name. name. Manly Wade Wellman. Uh, Alex Cord played John Thunston. Uh, the he was known for being on. Uh, he's still alive. He is known for being in Airwolf. He played Archangel. He appeared in every episode of television uh, that he could in the 70s and 80s. He was in CIA, CIA codename, Alexa. <laughs> the beginning of his, uh, his bio is fantastic. Tall, tall in the saddle, brawny, ruggedly handsome, and very much oriented toward outdoor life. Actor Alex Cord became best known in Hollywood for his 60s and 70s work in action-adventure. Uh, he had polio when he was a kid. Oh, wow. Was confined to a wheelchair and uh, overcame it and became a total badass. Cool. Yeah. Terrence Evans played Mr. Ritson, <laughs> who was the uh, the peeping Tom weirdo neighbor. He also was uh, a character actor in a bazillion things. He, yeah, he was very familiar. Yeah, he was in... Um, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. He was the tanker truck driver in that. Oh, my God. Uh, he was in the more recent Texas Chainsaw Massacre and uh, the one that came out in 2003 and then the sequel in 2006. That does make sense. Yeah. He was. Uh, he played Old Monty. <laughs> that means anything to you. Uh, and then finally, Linda was played by Lorraine Newman. Lorraine Newman. Lorraine Newman. <laughs> Musical, Musical guest, guest. <laughs> Lorraine Newman. <laughs> the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> Lorraine Newman, <laughs> a musical guest. 
Lady Smith Black Mombazo. Uh, Tracy Chapman. Uh, Lorraine Newman is. Edie McCall and the <laughs> New Bohemians. I love as the impression everybody can do. It is. It's great. It's so much fun. Rest in peace. Yes. And power. Rest in power. Lorraine Newman is a founding member of the sketch and uh, improv comedy troupe, The Groundlings. These are things that I'm not going to know. Yeah. So, okay. uh, and she was also a uh, uh, founding cast member, original cast member of Saturday Night Live, which she was on I've for heard about that show. five years. Yeah, it sounds kind of familiar. Uh, over the last 20 or so years, she's just been doing a ton of voice acting. So I imagine she has a studio built into her house and she goes into the little booth and she spends a half hour doing some work and then she reaps the benefits. Musical, <laughs> Musical guest. guest. Me. Money. <laughs> Money. Uh, she is also gorgeous in this episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She She's was, prettier she was in really this episode nice than she was on SNL. Yeah. Oh, she looks she great. Looks great. Yeah. Yep. And that... Uh, that is the uh, the full cast, and that's about all I have to say about uh, about that, I guess. Uh. Honey, it's family hour. There must be something on. Musical guest, Crispy Critters, my favorite. Oh, <laughs> oh, look. It's Monsters, our favorite show. Shit's starting. Let's, Let's watch it. it. <laughs> Musical guest, a monster. <laughs> the door from the monster swings wide open. <laughs> and we are welcome to Paintings of a Boring House. Americana. Oh, look, it's a duck wearing a kerchief. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, somebody's been painting light. How is that possible? Oh, this is this is odd, but is that Raggedy Ann and Andy? <laughs> <laughs> I really can't tell over the patchwork quilt. <laughs> oh, my God, what a flag. Oh. Makes you proud to be an American. Uh, yeah, so we are in a little um, a little house. A little house. I guess a house. Oh, yeah. It's just a little house. It's just a little house. It's a little guy. I mean, we, we see two rooms of this house, but yeah. yeah. Uh, first thing I write, Lorraine Newman looks great. Oh, you mean soundstage part one and soundstage part part two? two. Yes, that's exactly what I meant. (laughs) First thing I write, Lorraine Newman looks great. Second thing I write, this dog is a good actor. (laughs) That dog knew how to lay down. That dog hit all of his marks. He looked up at the appropriate times. Now, here's the nice thing about this episode. It is paced very lackadaisically. Yeah. Take your time, make a drink, get up, go to the bathroom. Unlike many episodes that start with people yammering. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is a cool, refreshing breeze of absolute silence and terrible paintings. Yes. <laughs> which are still way better than anything I could ever paint. In my you don't life. have to justify it, Matt. It's okay. <laughs> I, well, I like it's well, also, even Lorraine Newman is like a character is just like I don't know why I'm painting this. Well, no, her agent told her to paint them because uh, I think people she said, like weird stuff. Yep, people like weird stuff. She does the thing in movies which I love, where there is a complete painting next to some paints, and then the actor picks up a paintbrush and, and just, then just dabs dab something on yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> to complete the illusion of a painter. Oh, me. I'm oh. here. Yeah, I just, I would have loved it if she did that and then put it in the thing. Yeah. <laughs> rubbed her hands and said, the, done. The classic and <laughs> dot. Just it oh. needed that dot. Oh, I knew it just needed something. One more little and perfect. <laughs> so while Lorraine Newman is painting, she has her trusty dog next to her. Heidi. Heidi. Um, and you see there is a latch on the door that is opening on its own. We re- we find this is the basement door. I didn't know mm-hmm. that at the time, but mm-hmm. there is a a rather loud, squeaky latch that she is not noticing at all because she is so engrossed in painting that dot. Let me tell you a little bit about a book I read called mm-hmm. The Artist's Way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everything that she did made sense because mm. she is an artist. Yeah. 
or was instructed in the script not, not to, to look, look at your. <laughs> what do I do with my hands? Ah, paint, paint, paint. <laughs> Well, well, I think I think her back was to the door when she was painting. It her was. back was to the door, but the door was also going. Yeah, <laughs> like there's there's sounds in the house right now that I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Oh yeah, I I was gonna say like as a person who lives by himself, um, anytime I hear anything across the house and all the cats are with me, my first instinct is to burn the house down. Yeah. And, and let's just. Throw a lit torch in here. <laughs> and here Kick we over go. this canister of gasoline. And so, call my real estate agent. I mentioned the pacing thing because, boy, is this going to come into play at the very end of this episode. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to talk about the scene that I think you're talking about. They didn't have much. No, this is whisper thin. This is a whisper thin plot. They could have done more. But I feel like they were like, nah, we're good. This is the horror equivalent of a Country Time Lemonade commercial. <laughs> it's just, you know, let's slow down and relax a little bit. Oh, just pour myself a good old fashioned glass of Country Time Lemonade and watch the cars go by. <laughs> That's what it is. So what would you rather have, though? Would you rather have an episode like this where... Things unfold at their own pace? Or would you rather have something where they just shoved 20 pounds of plot in a five-pound sack? Here's I personally would prefer this from a viewer's perspective, but from a reviewer's perspective, yes. I would prefer the other. I, I think you are dead on there. It's the difference between watching a a time elapsed flower growing and watching a flower growing in real time. There's some <laughs> you know, there's some art and magic to just sitting there and watching it in a Zen state, but So let me be honest. Lorraine Newman saves the day yes. in this episode yeah. because she can act. Yes. And I, she acts very well. She does. She does. I I I actually liked um Thunston who we will get to in a little bit, just because I find I, I found his voice to be very pleasant. And it was like, okay, all right, continue. Well, here we go. Lorraine Newman's first line of dialogue is to Heidi the dog. Yes. And it's around the uh, fact that uh, the sounds that they're hearing might be a rat and Heidi's never going to be able to catch that rat. Yeah, and then she fat shames her dog. Right. Just straight <laughs> up and just like, you old tub of shit. <laughs> oh, you think you're going to catch something? Good luck, Lardy. Yeah. The only thing that you're going to catch is dog diabetes. diabetes. <laughs> Why did both of us go immediately there? Oh, I'm going to have to give you a shot every day. <laughs> Oh, no, my pooch has the sugars. <laughs> the doctor said I had too many milk bones. <laughs> but I don't know. You got to live. Oh, no. It's Chris Christopherson, the dog from my best friend from heaven. Yeah, even if I didn't get hit by that car. You know, people think I just got hit by a car, but really I had a sugars episode right in the middle of the street. When that car's fault at all. Oh, you just... I just had a big thing of peanut M&M's, and I knew not to do it, but the peanut M&M's is so sweet. I got news for you. Um, they didn't get married. They didn't get married. <laughs> really? Yep. Nope. Sorry to say. Oh, that was going to be a nice win. <laughs> well, goodbye. I'm going back to heaven. Okay. See ya. <laughs> all right. I was really hoping that you were going to say that you lost your paw to the diabetes. <laughs> oh, diabetes is a serious it illness. Is. And we... My grandpa lost one of his legs to diabetes. So, oh, God. Yeah. Well, on that note. But when it's dogs, it's funny. When it's no. dogs, it's <laughs> no. No. When it's dogs, it's it's hilarious extra funny yeah anyway i had a hard time knowing where the act breaks were in this episode yeah i had to rewatch it to find uh where the act breaks were and then bam the stings hit and it was like oh i don't remember that when i was watching but when i went back there they were 
There were stings? Yeah. I just noticed the like TB 14s. There were there were actual stings. Hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Weird, right? Totally weird because I did not see them or hear them. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying is I didn't hear them or see them the first time because I was taking notes. Maybe. Maybe it was a ghost. Maybe rouse him not. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was I was watching it on a TV. Like where I I put the TV on a stand, but it had a five pointed star on it. Oh, okay, that'll do it. Wait yeah, a minute. Yeah. <laughs> did during the episode did the plate of the five pointed star did it break? Did you yes. have to consult a damp man? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to it because we're blowing it. <laughs> uh, in uh, at the door, so the dog goes downstairs, and, and then the door locks itself. The yeah. door locks itself. I would presuppose that's an act break, but I guess it's not. Nope. It's it's not, because she looks out the window because she notices movement, unlike her noticing sound. <laughs> and uh, and then she hears a rap tap tapping at the door. Well, no, she yells at the person that was outside of the window um, not to come back or she'll sick the dog on him. Because oh. it's, cause it's, it's Mr. Mr. Ribson, the, the peeper. Yeah. Uh, uh, and that's when the rap tap tapping is on the door. I did miss that part. I'm sorry. It's okay. When she gets the rap tap tapping on the door, in walks a man with the voice of Zap Brannigan. <laughs> Jen called this out so early, she was like, he's Zap Brannigan from Future Once you hear it, it's over. Yeah. 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 I was just in the neighborhood. Me. John Thunston, not Dunston. So is Thunston T-H or Thunston F-U-N? Uh, TH, unfortunately. I just wrote Funston. Keep it. <laughs> and then I wrote Funston checks in. <laughs> uh, she's like, who, who was that creeper at the window? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Ritson. Uh, he, he watches the place while the yeah. master's away. <laughs> Uh, so Mr. Thunston is there. He had contacted her previously. He's writing about local superstitions. I love or this. He's just researching local loose, superstitions. Just this loose, like, hey, I'm just... Yeah, I'm researching local superstitions. Don't look into it. Anyway, you got some this, coffee? This, <laughs> no, he, this house he, looks haunted as fuck. He wrote her before he came over. Yes. So your house, super haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, and you notice anything weird? Weirdsfield? Where's your pooch? <laughs> <laughs> she she reveals in this conversation she's been here for like six weeks. She's come over here. She bought this. She, she's from New York. She bought this place cheap, basically as a at like an artist retreat, so she could do some work. Yeah, is my she understanding. she bought this for less than what she could get a closet, closet for in New York City. Yes. New, New York. York is where uh, I'd rather stay. <laughs> I get allergic smelling hay. <laughs> Uh, he explains to her, uh, John Thunston explains to her that Crip Maraby, Craig, 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 Craig Maraby. I heard Crip. Wait. <laughs> Wait a minute. We all three, three of, of us, us heard something, something different. And Matt's the only one that heard an <laughs> actual name. <laughs> I heard Kreb. C R E B. I heard Crip, like as in hates the bloods. <laughs> And Matt heard Craig. 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 Which Craig. seems to be the only one that makes sense. Yeah, so we're going to have to... All refer to them by our own crypt. names, yeah. right? Oh, or bring up the episode and see what they say. I would prefer the other. Okay, yeah, let's just keep it going then. I mean, Matt can bring it up because then we can um, then we can hear his voice. Yes. Oh, yeah, let's do that because then... Then we'll have it. Let me see if I can find... I've heard Ritson call this place the Maraby House. Crep Maraby built this house and lived here till they hanged him for witchcraft and murder. Witchcraft I heard Crip. I heard Craig. <laughs> I heard Crip. Is the dress blue? Or <laughs> <laughs> we One more time, Matt. One more time. I've been here about six weeks. And you've probably heard of Crep Maraby. Didn't he used to live here? I can now hear them that, all. That that time, that time, Matt, I heard Kreb. Could be Kreb or Crib. But yeah. I think, I think Crib. later, <laughs> I think Crib. later in the episode oh, they call him Craig. Though they they probably do because Craig is an actual name, and none of the others make sense. And none of the other ones. Well, I mean, it's just an old 
To be to be Maraby fair, this, it is. To be fair, though, this did take place in like or uh, Maraby lived in like the 1700s. Right. Kreb might have been a name. I don't yeah. know. I, so I mean, Crip could have been a name yeah. too. Thank you. All we know about this Kreb Maraby fella is that he got hung for witchcraft. Mm-hmm. He did. And a uh, bitch. That's when uh, we hear we saw the dog go downstairs, and, and it start, was it was scratching at the floor. Start pawing at the floor. I was already worried about the door. Oh, or about the dog. I was I worried don't about do the well dog about as the soon dog. as as soon as the door opened on its own and the dog went in. I was like, God I don't damn it! Watch. Yeah, come on, guys. And then uh, you hear the dog yelp. Yes. And that's the act break. That's the act break. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Tony's father has been away a long time. Now, he's coming home. Extro has returned. Once a man, he is now something more than human. Indestructible, ever-changing, evil. His mission, to avenge, to possess, to destroy. Why did you come back? I came back for you. Oh, my God! Extro, bearing powers of black magic from deep space. If you think hard about something, you can make it happen. it when you need it. has everything if i recall correctly that had one of the lowest ratings um ah. like it's in newspapers and stuff oh oh okay yeah like that's why i that's why i pointed to the siskel and ebert review next to it because i really really wanted to hear it oh i bet uh, it's really something else let me uh it's got it's got 5.6 on imdb uh, guys it's worth watching this trailer oh my it god is insane D- drop everything yeah watch it put the kids away (laughs) (laughs) and check out extra this trailer is insanity it is yeah it's it's like they took clips from 10 different movies and put them in one movie yeah whenever there's a joke about horror movies in horror movies yeah this is the clip that they show where it's just like that would never happen yeah who yeah. would make that movie? Well, they made it, and it's called Extro. I remember this box when I would go to um, Video King in Shelby Township. They had this, and it was next to like I don't know burial grounds or something. Yeah, and I just I would walk past it, and I'd be like, "Nope," and I would just keep going because yeah. it looked bad, and the name yeah. Extro just inspired nothing in me it was like I'll, I'll get bad taste again yeah god this movie does have everything a guy dressed as gi joe well no that was that was an actual gi joe moving on its own along well, it with looked like a life it looked right but it's a though. guy in a gi joe suit wearing a mask that makes him look like a toy oh i thought it was an actual toy moving around I thought it was like a mask. I I thought it was like a maybe whatever. It you thought the guy's name was Crip. I still think it's Crip, uh, <laughs> and I think it's Crib. <laughs> uh, it's got you got zombies in there. You got oh, your basket case. Do you have a woman giving birth to a grown, to a man? grown man? Do you have a fucking jaguar? Oh, do, absolutely. Do you have a clown? Do you have some kind of pulsating vagina giving birth to a tentacle hand? Do you have energy monsters in the end? This movie has it all. You haven't lived until you've seen 
Extra. Extra awful. The X is for extra. And the T <laughs> is for <Four>. tro. <laughs> <laughs> Real bad. Yeah. Re- this movie looks Can't wait to watch really it. bad. Yeah. Um, I'm with Jen on that. We're, we're back. back. Uh, act two is a little squishy. It begins... Uh, they're going down to the basement to go investigate the sound that sounded like the dog in distress. This uh, this plot line is dropped nearly immediately. Yeah. Where it's like, uh, where'd the dog go? I don't know. Never want to mention it again? Cool. No, they mention it later. It is so forgotten, though. It's not like... A she doesn't spend the rest of the episode looking for the dog, I guess. No, she... I mean, later she You can she tell she's a little sad. There's later, a sad she, pan to She the... basically... <laughs> she says, you know, well, I guess I know what happened to Heidi. Yeah. Where, like, maybe she and Heidi didn't get along that well. Maybe Heidi was, like, a friend's dog and the friend died and she got it. Maybe Heidi came with the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dog came. Dog had fleas, gave me fleas. We all had to dip each other. I hate that dog, but I hate to see an animal suffer. I didn't know an interdimensional bean in the basement was going to eat it. Shitty way to go. Anyway, <laughs> see you later. Anyway, but, I got to put more dots on this house. <laughs> just got to draw the Slender Man yeah. in the window. <laughs> They're in the basement looking for the dog when you see a a busted up uh, area of floor. Which, where the dog was scratching. Yes. Which brings us to a conversation called Shitty Places for a Gallery. Yeah. <laughs> Lorraine Newman's character casually says in this natural earth basement, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about putting the gallery here. Except in the middle of nowhere, you can assume because she is from New York and has moved to this temporarily relocated to this spot to be able to paint weird things in Rochester, New York. Yeah. And then uh, this basement looks like nightmare dust. It looks looks like the basement from the Blair Witch Project. That or Evil Dead. Yeah. 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 This is this is not a place that you would want to store paintings in a climate controlled environment. No, this is soft earth for burying things in. Yeah. 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 And then she mentions that the floor was wet. So she had a damp, damp specialist. specialist. In. <laughs> a damp, damp specialist, specialist who then broke the floor and then got sick and never returned. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He called in sick and that was the last she heard of him. <sighs> Man. A damp specialist. Which is classic damp guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why you... Has anyone ever had a reliable damp guy? No. 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 A damp specialist? Yeah. They're really flaky. Well, first they come in, they're like, they run their hand against the floor, and it's like, I told you, it's damp. But they go, this is where the dampness is coming from. I know, this is where the dampness is coming from. No. I everyone everyone is, can see it. Everyone can see it. You can see there's it. discoloration there's a here. There's a puddle. Yeah. This is the damp spot. Okay, yeah, we, we... How do we fix the damp yeah, spot? Yeah, you just... I need a jackhammer. Is there some is way there... to not do that? Oh, God, he's becoming a jackhammer. <laughs> this is like Lawnmower Man. I have become jackhammer. <laughs> Destroyer <laughs> of floors. <laughs> what hath God wrought? <laughs> <laughs> Look upon my wonders. <laughs> Oh God! My name is Ozzy Mandius. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what's his face? Not Dunstan. Funston. 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 Funston checks in. Funston checks the fl- checks in the floor. And there's a light flicker. I mean, this has all the tropes. You got all your spooky basement favorites. Um, you've got a busted up floor that uh, has a tile that has some lines on it. It has like three lines on it. And he says, what does this look like to you? And she says, I know, a five-pointed star. Right. Uh, it looks like um, well, she said interse- a star. She, she said, said the star. intersection of a star, like a star. And, and then he was like, it's a five-pointed star, a pentacle. The seal of Solomon. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, then who's really doing the painting? Is this a devil painting? Right. 
Because she was like, I don't even know how it turned out this way. So, yeah, so this this seal, this star, was either meant to... Uh, hold something out or hold something in. Yes. And then uh, they go upstairs. Yeah, she's back to painting. She keeps painting weird houses. Is this when you see the Slender Man in there now? Yes, it yeah. is, because... And he says that he's going to go to the courthouse to investigate the, I don't know, the house or Whatever. Something. Do we go back to the basement at this point to see the floor a bubbling? Uh, I think there are shots of the bubbling while she's painting Slenderman. Yes, there are. And the, the door starts the door to unlocks. open again. Okay, yep, that's right. And this is the part where I just write, is it the Funk of 40,000 Creme <laughs> <laughs> So and, and then while the door is like opening, nothing is there. And I'm like, is he a gas right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he just a gas? Because I was like, cool, this is kind of a fog type thing yeah. happening. Yeah. Uh, when you see the actual creature, that's he's not a ghost. He's coming up. He's bubbling up from the bubbling brew. So I don't understand what was opening the door. Me neither. Maybe maybe he has like you know magical powers. I mean, we find out what he is later. That would stand to reason that he does have some magical powers. I mean, I don't know why he couldn't just unlock the door himself. Yeah. If I had magical powers, though, I would use it to do really mundane things. So that's fair. Yeah. There is this part of me that is wondering, though, like, they spend a lot of time talking about familiars yeah. later on, and I think they're trying to, like, retcon it. Yeah. You know, where it's just like, the door opens, and they're like, ah, oh, shit, he's not the real big monster yet. Throw a couple lines about, like, familiars could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> It could be a could be a hand on a twig. Yeah, could be a, a, a blubbering wind. But just a wind that can open doors. Yeah, just a, 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 a lock that's magnets. How do, how do those it's work? Magnets. How do those work? Uh, so she's she's done ignoring the door and has painted Slenderman, and now uh, uh, Thunston is oh, Thunston. I I know. Uh, is back at the door, and he's brought Mr. Ritson, uh, which I think is what powers certs, if I'm not mistaken. Right. I was <laughs> yeah. like, Ritson? Like yeah. Retson? Like Ritson? Yeah. Like the thing that if you bite it in the dark makes it makes spark. Makes it spark. Ooh, winter green. Ooh. Uh, and he immediately starts yelling about witchcraft. Well, I, I love that he walks right up to the painting and and just screams witchcraft because yeah. it was like, does he not know how paintings work? He just doesn't care for art. <laughs> you you drew you took a stick and the stick left a mark. Witchcraft. Burn You're it. a witch like Maplethorpe. <laughs> With dongs. It's all devil's business. It's all dongs and and clamps and dong clamps. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's just a house. There's ball gags and clamps. None of that is in this painting. And large phalluses. Are you just imagining things that could be inside this house? And then a peepee cross. There's not a... I don't know what that means. That sounds terrible. It's a a cross covered in peepee. Oh, I thought you meant like a crucifix for your peepee. No, well, yeah, I was unclear about this That's why it's the worst art. (laughs) Okay. Let me get you some bourbon. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Mother's milk. <laughs> uh, so uh, so the, the this is a real fucking snobby thing he said. I know. <laughs> she gives him some bourbon yeah. and he drinks it and he goes, I've had worse. And I've had better. Yeah. Like, oh my God, you yeah. are such a dick. Welcome to my home. And then yeah. he takes out his penis. Yes. <laughs> to reveal a thousand clamps. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Uh, <laughs> it's like fucking pinhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said it'd be pleasures of the flesh, but it's very uncomfortable. It's just penis clamps. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I solved the lament configuration. Uh, this is my torture. <laughs> uh, so Thunston has brought Ritson. Thunston and Ritson. In Tuesdays Don't on be TBS. <laughs> <laughs> right after Rizzoli and Isles. 
Uh, has br- so Thunston's brought Ritson to the house because Ritson knows things. He he knows stories about he, the house. He knows and the history of the town. <laughs> oh, let's get to it. Oh, I, my great grandmother told me a story from her grandfather, grandfather. about uh, about Maraby and how he murdered <laughs> he murdered a preacher. The preacher died from a stab. From a stab. <laughs> I love this. This you could it's like from a stab. Chugga 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 chugga. Five, six, seven, eight. To the heart. <laughs> That's the worst kind of stab. Oh, a fatal stab. Uh, they found a wax dummy in the cellar. With a pin in its With heart. A pin in its heart. Like a voodoo doll. I think and I wrote down voodoo. And then they uh, go back down to the basement to reveal Slimer. Yes. <laughs> I see. I th- I thought that it looked like Predator blood, but real yeah. ecto cooler. Yes, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, some ecto cooler. I thought uh, he uh, the Maraby apparently confessed to the murder and uh, and doing black magic. He and... he warned others of doing black black magic. Okay. Uh, and then um, had the words. Let the familiar be, rouse him not. Um, but that apparently didn't make sense to other people. Sure. Yeah. That's what he said when he was being executed? I believe so. Okay. And then... Uh, and then uh, Mr. Ritson is just casually leaning by the cellar door. <laughs> just waiting for Swamp Thing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I was just like, come on. When's it going to happen? Yeah. I mean, because we've been watching the lock get opened yeah. all episode. Mm-hmm. And then, ah, oh, arm grab. Arm grab. Oh, no. And that's, and that's the break. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. This summer, coming to a supermarket near you. There's going to be a great new high C flavor with an outrageous food taste. And what are we going to call it? Ecto Cooler. High C Ecto Cooler. Slimer's new food drink. You've been warned. If there's something strange, you don't know what it is. <laughs> Grab a drink. Ecto cooler. If you're at school and your teacher's a ghost, you better get out of the way. Ecto cooler. Dunk, dunk, chunky, chunky, chunk. Just drink it. Dunk, 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 dunk. Don't look at the Don't ingredients. Makes your pee glow good. <laughs> Uh, sad fact: I've never had an ecto cooler. I had a friend who always had an ecto cooler. Oh, believe you me, I came from the house before before I was like thirteen, fourteen, where all of a sudden we just started buying two liters of Coke. (laughs) (laughs) There was (laughs) that is the perfect that is the perfect encapsulation of a family giving up. (laughs) But before that, it was like. No, no sugar. sugar cereals? Yep. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I've still, there's so many sugar cereals. Yeah. I have never had a bowl of Fruity Pebbles. Oh, wow. It was just never. I, I've yeah. had a bowl. I've never had that either. I've had a bowl of Captain Crunch mm-hmm. because I was at camp and they had them. Yep. Um, but I always wanted Cookie Crisp. I have oh, never had Cookie Crisp. I've never you had know what, guys? Either. It's best that you haven't because whatever you imagine Cookie, tri- cookie Crisp tasting like yeah. is far better than what it actually tastes like. I, I mean, can I'll, see it. I can absolutely yeah, agree. With I, that. I'm sure my, it's terrible. My parents didn't get sugary cereals either. Um, my dad, let me rephrase that. My dad would buy one for him and put it at the very top, <laughs> so none of us could get to it. Um, but I would have to go to friends' houses and and eat sugary cereal there. And the parents were always like, "God, that kid loves cereal." <laughs> We had Apple Jacks a couple of times. Yep. Oh man, we would have that Apple was, Jacks that had fruit in the name and like like Fruit Loops. Pops. Fruit Loops was like maybe once or twice. Yeah, Golden Grams was a treat, but it was 
Cheerios and Rice Krispies were like the staples. Rice yeah. Krispies we had a lot. We would have Frosted Flakes sometimes. Frosted Flakes. Yeah, we frosted would, or um, uh, like Frosted corn, Mini Corn wheat. Flakes we would have. Yep, Corn Flakes. <laughs> oh, Frosted Mini Weeds. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've eaten one bowl of great nuts in my life, and I will never eat that cereal You're still again. shitting it out today. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that seems to be two microns. Yeah. That's <laughs> hey, where'd my teeth go? <laughs> do, 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 do. Can I, can I do, be honest do, do, with you for a second? Do, do. What's that? I actually didn't mind grape nuts. But the reason why I didn't is because this, the key to eating grape nuts is that you have to keep the amount of sugar you add proportional to the amount of grape nuts you add. <laughs> cup of sugar, cup of grape, grape nuts. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> two, two, two drops of milk. <laughs> Stir to a fine paste. <laughs> oh, my God, right? Just put in a blender on frappe. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Um, I love the idea of an ecto cooler, though. Like, yeah, what great marketing! What what I don't understand is what makes the taste of an ecto cooler outrageous. Because they, they say, <laughs> yeah, have you ever yes. had a? I guess ghost so. busted. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think it's called Ghostbusters? Yeah. Why do you think? What do you think the slime is? Yeah. Oh, Why do you think Boston makes him feel good? <laughs> But it makes, it, it makes, ruined. It makes <laughs> the so Ghostbuster sorry. feel good, not the ghost. The ghosts don't look like they're having a good time. Well, you you don't see. We're not going to solve this problem tonight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Boston makes me feel good. Uh, so That's a real big Twinkie. Yeah. So she. <laughs> Tell them about the Twinkie. All right. Uh, and we're back. We're back. Now she now Lorraine Newman is upstairs. She is doing a smart move. She has blocked the cellar door with a chair. But she blocked both doors with chairs. Yes. But Thunston is downstairs. Yes. Yeah. Because he's once again checked in. And, <laughs> and he comes up and he's like, nothing's down there. Yeah. No trace of Ridson. No trace of the monster. And then I'm like, why are you guys hanging out then in this house? Yeah. I don't understand. She at some point here says, you know, tells Linda that she should leave, but she does the, it's my house and I'm not leaving. Mm -hmm. I have never understood this in any movie ever. Like Poltergeist? Get the fuck out. Out of the house. Yeah. Instantly. If I see my keys have been moved, I'm like, ah, get me on Zillow. Just just burn it down. Yeah. Burn it down. Well, that was like the best part of Cabin in the Woods to me. Is that they kind of explained like that they're there to give bad information? Yes, mm-hmm. and they're like they're kind of egging on yeah. all of those, things. or they're they're releasing like pheromones and gases. or yes. gases. Yeah, yeah, that is not happening in this episode. No, no, no. So he he explains. Thunston explains. He goes from being just saying he was a a researcher and a reporter and a reporter to now explaining that he is for some reason drawn to this house to finish it whatever yeah. it is whatever it is uh she says you don't even have a weapon oh and that's when he like fucking that's when he brings blade. out needle yeah <laughs> he pulls out this sword <laughs> like he's rudger hauer and blind fury yeah and you can tell on set there was palpable tension <laughs> for, of please don't break the prop please don't break the prop 100 <laughs> that thing was delicate I cannot believe this prop. Yeah. And um, he pulls it out from his cane. It's a sword. I love pronouncing the W in yep. sword. <laughs> You're correct. And uh, she's like, oh, great. You have a sword. I was hoping we'd get a machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a pure silver blade. And Evil then, uh, hates silver. And then I'm like. What are you going to do? Hit it once and it just dents yeah. to shit? <laughs> oh, cool. I got a real soft metal to take on it. It looks like when you go to a Thai restaurant and they've got the the containers that the yeah. rice come in it, that are the softest of aluminum. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's just like, oh, please just put too much pressure on me so I can release this juice all over your lap. <laughs> <laughs> well... Well, so she she sees that there's an inscription on the sword, right? Yeah. And so he says the Latin, and it's, So perish all thine enemies, O Lord. Um, 
when he pulled the sword out, it looked like just a flat metal sword. And then they show a close up and it did not look anything like the no. sword that he No, those inserts are a different sword. Like, the look, inserts- I get I get that this was shot in like, you know, 480 or whatever and we're viewing it on our HD TVs, but that does not explain the discrepancy. Yeah. He pulls out an aluminum foil roll. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you go downstairs and have fun with that. And, and then the inserts are just like, and this is Excalibur. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he keeps talking about this time that the time strange things waken. Midnight. And um, he also goes, he says the words, and I don't know why. He's just like, well... When they hung Maraby, and when he says it, he, it sounds like he says, "Well, when you hum merrily." <laughs> <laughs> like, huh? Now they're just waiting. They're talking about she's she's somehow it comes up that uh, this is not Maraby in the basement or whatever. This it's is not Maraby doing this stuff. This it's it's Maraby's familiar. They have a, a discussion. She's thinking like. Like a cat or something? No, familiars can be lots of things. So it's just this is where I'm saying that they're retconning yes. the ending yeah. or the the beginning of it. They can be cats. They could be slime monsters that come out of a basement. Definitely could be wind. <laughs> could be nothing. Also, could be nothing. Could always be nothing. It's it's a solid possibility that nothing's down there, and we're just overreacting. Also, could I read my weird Bible a little bit longer? <laughs> Are you St. Dunstan? No, my name is Thunston. Like Thunston checks in? <laughs> How many times do I have to say Thunston checks in? <laughs> I want to see if I can hear him say, It's time. gone too far. Yeah, it's too far. Quiet, no. Not Maraby. His familiar, an attendant spirit. Familiar? You mean like a witch's cat? Familiars come in all shapes and sizes. None of them very pleasant. They feed on their owner's blood. Anyone else's, if they can get it. When they hung Maraby, his familiar. No, oh, I definitely, I definitely. It, it sounds like when they hum Maraby. Yes, yeah. when they hum merrily. So there that is. Also, he gets progressively more Zap Brannigan, and that that exchange is really, <laughs> I think, the most. It's me, Zap Brannigan. Brannigan's Law. Brannigan's Law. Have the boy lay out my formal shorts. <laughs> the boy, you, you lay out my formal shorts. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, wish me luck. I'm going to the basement to see the monster. Yeah, good luck. You should have a machine gun. <laughs> we got monster cam. We've got what looks like a, a monster from Extro down there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, They're following the main rule of monster success. Don't light the monster. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The monster is in silhouette only for most of this. Which is probably a wise choice. I think so. He's, but you can see he's a monster. He's got yeah. lumps, it got lumps def- and hair. And yeah, it definitely is a wet Sid and Marty Croft <laughs> puppet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It's Sigmund the Sea Monster, just with ooh, with you know what's wet funny? Toilet paper it, on yes, him. What's funny is I immediately thought. Oh, it's Sigmund the Sea Monster. <laughs> and then like half a second later, you said Sigmund the Sea Monster. You guys are so in sync. We are. We yeah. are. Um, so he pulls a sneak attack on him. And then uh, Lorraine Newman is like, musical guest, yes. bullets! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the... I guess they showed Chekhov's gun in your mind earlier. Yeah. Well, actually, I, it, it you was did, on the table. You did see the gun. It's just hard to see, I think, because we. Uh, oh, because of the 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 quality we're watching. Because I did not see the gun. It was yeah. when he was in the basement and she yeah. had the door blocked. She actually she was, was holding the, the gun. Oh wow! And then he he knocked on the door. She let him up. It truly yeah. could have been a piece of bread. I have yeah. no. Yeah. I had it no really idea. it really could have. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, the monster knocks the sword out of uh, Dunstan Chexin's hand, and she shoots it a couple times. Yep. Um, it staggers back. And then he picks up uh, the sword. Oh, I cannot moved. wait to talk oh, about I this. Want, oh, I want you to and, just, Maddie, I want you to yeah. describe this so bad. As somebody who has done judo for a very long time. For, for 23 years, yeah. Ha- has seen people do all types of martial arts. What kind of move does my man Thunstein <laughs> do? He picks up the sword and pirouettes. He looks, like a good pirouette? or a No, g- like a Saturday Night Fever. Okay. Or yeah. no, I'm sorry, a Saturday Dance Machine um, pirouette. Yeah. Oh, man. He spins like the Star Wars kid. He- That's what I was thinking, too, about that Star Wars kid. It's like he's lazily watering a lawn in a circular pattern. It's like he heard spinning makes you strike harder. Yeah. He's got a toothpick. <laughs> well, I don't know because a piece of something just flies and its lands. Head. Yeah, he chops oh, its, its head, head off. I wrote, "Get its hand." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I could not tell what the hell that thing was. Well, they—I mean, they don't—they don't show it. We just know that like the thing is dead now because it stops attacking and falls over. I would imagine if it was just its hand. It would keep going. I thought it looked like the head. Yeah, I mean, but then again, I never really saw the yeah, creature, yeah, so who knows yeah, what that's, it was? That's exactly yeah. my point. Is like we never really see the head, but like something goes flying in the puddle and then turns the puddle red, and then like and everybody they're knows back that. Up, then they're back upstairs. Yeah. So I'm if, imagining uh, if the original was Resident Evil taught me anything. Yes. Is that when the red puddle appears, <laughs> the zombie is dead. dead. That's right. Yeah. Now we. Uh, <laughs> We enter a part of the uh, episode that I like to call, guess I'm going to hit the old dusty trail. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so he says, it looks like you can open your gallery now. Yeah. Gallery. And then he, he holds the sword up again. Now he is looking at this sword like, Like, oh, my wife. Yes. (laughs) He cleans it off with a rag. Uh, anybody mind if I just kiss the sword a little bit? Just a little kiss. Just a little business kiss. Just a tiny little kiss <laughs> a here. Business kiss. Just a business kiss. You know, the kind of thing that uh, doesn't get you in trouble with HR. <laughs> <laughs> just a kiss that lets you know, I know that you're here for me, friend. You are my favorite work acquaintance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you wanted to take this further, I wouldn't mind it. But perhaps we could do it outside of the office. Kiss, kiss. Just mm, Thunston kiss. Just Thunston. Oh, I have kissed you three times. I'm sorry. That seems one was one was definitely a business kiss, but two was full dirty Thunston pleasure. I'm so sorry. By the way, how much time do we have left in this episode? It seems that we are just burning. Forty minutes. All right. (laughs) We are just twenty-two minute show. Well, let's just talk about what we did. (laughs) At, At what point does he talk about? This is this is where he starts talking about uh, this sword was from Saint Thunston. Mm -hmm. He was a silversmith a thousand years ago. See, I heard Dunston on (laughs) that one with a D. Because then she says, because then she says, Dunston, Thunston. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I God, I I wrote down Thunston because that's what I heard. We're gonna have to listen to it. Not that it matters. You were right. Why does he, when he wipes the blood off of it, he drops it into the thing and it flash papers? Well, he drops it into the um, he, the, he dro- the burner. He drops burner. it into the burner. Burner's not on. It the, just the flashed. pilot. The pilot wouldn't be. On. It's no ordinary sword. It was made by Saint Dunstan in England nearly a thousand years ago. He was a silversmith. Before he was a saint. I wonder Dunstan. if I could put this in my butt. Dunstan. So perish all thine enemies. Oh Lord. The end. Yeah. So I'm still hearing Thunston. What? I'm still hearing Thunston. 
When he says Dunstan? You were right. It's no ordinary sword. It was made by St. Dunstan in England. Nearly a thousand years ago. I heard Dunstan. He was a silversmith before he was a saint. Dunstan. Dunstan. Okay, so I heard so her say Dunstan, yeah. Dunstan. It's a real Dunstan. It's Dunstan. a real Dunstan, Dunstan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a Dunstan, Dunstan we got uh, ourselves into. <laughs> I used to love reading Dunstan and Dunstan in uh, Highlights Magazine when oh, I was yeah. a kid. Uh, Dunstan is the. The Duke, he was, yeah. Duke of Good. Yes. And but Thunston was always was mucking the, about. The theater of tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the episode. That is the episode, all right. When he's holding the sword, by the way, at the end, it is like, well, I think. It's time for us to go and make love all <laughs> night. <laughs> he was a silversmith before he was a saint. Let's go to the writer's room. What would you change? Nothing. It was fine. I mean, I guess I, I guess I would need to know the the source material a little more to know what was left out. Yeah, that's a good to, point. To, to be able to punch this up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's all I think it needs is punching up. Yeah, because I, I, I don't, I don't think that um, Ridson was a necessary character. No. I also would like them to not kill the dog. I would also like them to not kill the dog. Yeah. I would just like the dog to get scared and then run back upstairs and get a treat. Yes. <laughs> oh, I would like that. That would That's have been a I much better. That's what I would change better. it to. Yes, that would have been and, much then, and then the house is okay, and then she gets five more dogs. <laughs> and the dogs are happy. The dogs all have a snack. <laughs> and then they sleep in a cozy bed. <laughs> I love them so much. They're all my favorite dogs. That's what I, would, I want I to would, happen. I would watch that episode. I'm not gonna lie. See, like the ghost, the ghost is like, you know what? I like dogs. Why am I even here? It's a better ending. Tell me, it's not a better <laughs> ending than him making love to a sword. <laughs> Just a great big bed with dogs with little nightcaps on. They're all tucked in. I know. I'm fully on board <laughs> know, with this. Thank you. Would they all be labs? Would some of them be German shepherds? I think it would be a mix. I think it yeah. would be. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to take this serious. <laughs> I am taking it seriously. This is how I would fix it. You kill a dog in an episode. This is what you get. And I can promise you from here on out, any anthology horror we watch where there is an episode where a dog gets killed, this is my modification when we are in the writer's room. The dog? The dog doesn't die. We get five more dogs. They all get a good meal and get tucked in. Oh, and my guarantee to you, if they kill a cat, I stop watching the episode. So, yeah. No. Nobody kills cats because oh. you're cursed forever when yeah, you kill a cat. Yeah, it's bad luck. The cat always comes back. That's... How cats that's classic work. reanimator. That, that is <laughs> one that's your reanimator. That's your pet cemetery. That's creep show two. Yep, cats don't die. No, that was was that creep show two, or was that the Tales from the Dark Side movie? That was Tales from uh, the Dark Tales Side Dark movie. Side. Okay, that's okay. Sorry, we've, we've watched uh, a lot of anthology. Yeah, <laughs> here's how I would fix it: remove the dog. Thank you. Step one: <laughs> the dog goes to visit a relative <laughs> at a farm. Step two, um, does Dunstan need to be there? She should have her husband there instead of, or her boyfriend or whomever. They should be a family. Okay. There. Let's, there we go. There should be a family there. Then they call this Dunstan guy. Okay. When things are going crazy and the kids have been attacked. Because there's something in the So you're the going base. with like a poltergeist. Yes. Thing. Okay. Let's just change it to poltergeist. Okay. Great. <laughs> that works. Yeah. Um, but I still wanted to end with him looking at his sword. <laughs> I don't know that he needs to be a saint for some reason or descended yeah. oh, from no, a saint. Oh, no. I mean. Uh, or make love to a sword. 
but I also want everybody to have more ridiculous names and to have them be hard to pronounce. Yeah. I want her name to be Voria. Oh, I think his name should be Tungsten. <laughs> I want her to be Voria. I want him to be um, uh, Pat. <laughs> Partrisium alimonium. <laughs> Garfunkel. Jen, give us a scale. Uh, all right, scale of one to ten ecto coolers. What do you guys give this? It's a five. I'd give it five. I give half. it a five. Yeah. yeah it's fine. It's Total middle of the road episode. It's fine. It is fine. I I did not hate this episode at all. There's hokey parts to it. It's anthology horror. What do you want for nothing? Yeah. Rubber it, biscuit. It. Did you just say, say rubber, rubber biscuit? biscuit? That is correct. Okay, great. All right. Um, I I was gonna say that like. This to me is a lot better than a lot of the middling episodes we had on Tales. Yep. Monsters. At least this had a fucking monster. Yeah. And it wasn't just like twist of fate. It was the wrong apartment or something. Yeah. Monsters is delivering in a way that Tales hasn't because there's monsters. Yes. Yeah. Because even when they're bad, it gives us something to talk about. Yeah. Where so many of those Tales episodes, it did. And we're probably going to say this throughout Monsters. Yeah. But there were so many middling Tales episodes yeah. where it was just like. The joke is the computer printed the wrong name. Right, right. Like, what the fuck is that yeah. twist? You can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Facebook and Instagram, TFTDS Pod on Twitter. We are T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Uh, also, tfromthedarkside.com will get you uh, to our page where all of our episodes are on. We're on Spotify as well. Here's something that we're going to start doing, baby. We're going to start putting the YouTube link for the episode on our page. Yes, it's So that idea. if you, the week before the episode comes out, oh, if you actually idea. wanted to watch the episode before we talk about it, and then uh, if you wanted to say something about the episode, let us know. Let us know. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, uh, Let's we, let's engage on those socials. We are not the best at the social. No, but that's okay. <laughs> but we're not the worst. We're not the worst. I mean, like that bourbon, right? <laughs> we're like that bourbon. We're like that bourbon. Not the best. Not the worst. Burns your throat. <laughs> Did I forget anything? Uh, try try to, to enjoy try, the daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBS pod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.